Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. No Time to Ask Why by Ellen E. Morrison Jack Lawrence was forever asking why when his parents told him to do something. For instance, one day he was playing with his ball and bat on the front lawn near the sidewalk, and Mother told him it would be better to play in the backyard. Why? asked Jack immediately. His mother paused in her housework to explain that there was too much danger of the balls flying into the street and hurting someone or hitting a passing automobile. Then Jack realized the wisdom of her advice and went around the house to play. Another time, Jack wanted to ride on the back bumper of the car while his father drove to the grocery store on the corner. Of course, father replied, No, son, it's dangerous. Why? Jack demanded, though one would think he should have had enough sense to understand a thing so obvious, even before Mr. Lawrence explained to him that he might fall off and be hit by another car. After this, why had been answered, Jack climbed into the front seat beside his father. As Mr. Lawrence started the engine, he glanced at his son and said, Jack, you shouldn't always stop to ask why when you're told to do something. At once the word why rose to Jack's lips, but he caught himself in time. Instead, he paused a moment, then said, I don't understand what you mean, Dad. Well, his father explained patiently, Mother and I always have a reason for the things we ask you to do, or the advice we give to you. You should obey at once, without questioning us. Then, if you want to have an explanation, ask us about it later. They had reached the grocery store by this time, and Mr. Lawrence parked the car. Before opening the door to get out, he reached across to pat his son's shoulder and added, Sometime there may not be time to ask why. Jack thought a while about what his father had said, and he really tried to do better. But after a few days, he forgot again and was back at his old habit of why, why, why. About three weeks later, Jack and his parents went for an outing to one of the state parks on Puget Sound at Deception Pass. Picnic grounds perched near the beach, and interesting trails wound through the trees to a bluff that overlooked the turbulent waters of the pass. Before eating, Jack wanted to explore one of the trails to the top of the bluff. Father decided to go with him, while Mother chose to stay behind and get lunch ready. Jack ran ahead of his father most of the time and was quite a few yards in front of him when he noticed that the trail curved at one spot to within a foot of the edge of the bluff. Jack stepped off the trail for a better look. "'Watch out, Jack!' his father warned. "'Don't step too close to the edge!' "'Why?' Jack asked in the same old way. When father didn't answer as quickly as he thought he should, Jack leaned over a little farther to get a better look at the water. Right then he lost his balance. Screaming with fear, he hurtled over the edge. The raging waters of the pass boiled angrily below. One terrifying thought pierced his brain. I'll never get out of there alive. He was turning now, rolling over in a half somersault, when with a sudden jerk his fall got stopped. He was suspended in midair only a short distance from the top of the bluff. Something was holding him by the back of his jacket, but he was dangling, helplessly, both hands and feet useless. He was afraid to struggle for fear of breaking loose and falling the rest of the way to the water. Turning his head carefully, he saw that a jagged root, jutting out from the steep side of the bluff, had caught his clothing. The root was bending dangerously, and Jack realized that it might give way at any moment. Then he heard his father's voice above him. Just a moment, son. I'll have you up from there. Stay still. He didn't need to call this last bit of warning, for Jack was too scared to move. 
The surging water below drowned out other sounds, and Jack couldn't guess what his father was doing. He hoped he was hurrying, for he was growing more and more uncomfortable. Then he heard his father's voice again, close above him. "'Listen carefully, Jack,' father was saying. "'I'm lying down on the bluff directly above you. I'm going to hold tightly to one end of my belt and lower the other end to where you can reach it. Do you think you can hold on to it long enough for me to pull you up?' "'I can try,' Jack answered, trying to sound brave. "'Fine,' Mr. Lawrence exclaimed. "'Here's the belt.' Jack saw the buckle end of the belt dangling in the air beside him. He reached around slowly with both hands, grasped it tightly, and took a quick breath as he called, "'All right! I have it!' Then he felt himself being pulled up as the root tore loose from his jacket. Other people had gathered on the trail at the top of the bluff to witness the rescue, or help if they could. A man from the group now knelt down beside Mr. Lawrence and reached his hand out to help Jack the rest of the way up. "'Thanks,' Jack stammered, looking gratefully at his father and the stranger who had helped. He moved far away from the edge of the bluff. By now, father had stood up and brushed off his clothes. He came to his son's side and smoothed down a torn place on the back of his jacket where the root had caught. Putting his arm around Jack's shoulder, he exclaimed, "'Let's go and see what mother has for lunch.' The two of them started down the trail together. His hands buried deep in his pockets, Jack trudged along in silence until they neared the picnic grounds. Then he suddenly looked up into his father's eyes and said, I see what you mean now. You told me not to get too close to the edge of the bluff, and there wasn't time for me to ask why. The story you have heard today is from Guide's Greatest Stories, written by various authors and compiled by Randy Fischel and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church.